Big Finish for the love of stories. You're listening to the Big Finish podcast, release date the 3rd of July 2022. You have been content merely to observe the evil in the galaxy. I hope you're fighting against it. You still have a part to play in that battle. Forget me, won't they? No, no, no! You will be sent back to that planet in exile. No, no, no! The time has come for you to change your appearance. You can't do this to me! I'm Benji Clifford, he's Nick Briggs, and a big finish hello to all of you as you enter this big finish world of audio drama for the love of stories. Ah, Benji and I will be chatting about our new second doctor, Michael, son of Patrick Troughton, in a few moments' time. Following that, the good review guy, this week we're talking the sixth doctor, or the sixth Doctor, the Eleven, uh, as Colin Baker goes head to head with Mark Bonnar's regeneratively confused Time Lord villain. I was examined, but with all the care and compassion that a scientist might afford an amoeba. Then we're off behind the scenes with the Second Doctor adventures, the final beginning, as the Second Doctor hurtles towards his regeneration into the Third Doctor. But then something happens. I am Michael Troughton, and I'm playing my father, Patrick Troughton, the second Doctor Who. Following that, it's once again time to open your ear inbox with listeners' emails sent to podcast at bigfinish.com. And that'll be bursting at the seams with email goodness. That's good to hear. In our also available segment, we'll be taking a look at the second story in the second Doctor Adventures box set, Wrath of the Ice Warriors by Andrew Smith and featuring Katie Manning as the Ice Queen Zelanda. My name is Katie Manning and I'm playing Lady Zelanda. Then the randomoid selector Tron will once again be giving you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. What will it be? Well, let's break the time barrier and <laughs> play you something that we don't currently know about. The hour is nearly upon us, Lightfoot. It's only our prospective biography we're meeting, Henry. Oh. And then, as you may have come to expect, it'll be time to give you a free 15-minute drama tease. This week, it's The Second Doctor Adventures, The Final Beginning by Mark Wright and me. Exterminate! 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 Ah! Right. Not Mark Wright, just Wright. <laughs> just Wright. Uh, let's talk about Michael Troughton and Katie Manning. Did you well, know Katie Manning was playing an ice ice I, warrior? I person? did indeed, yes. And I hear she did a fantastic job as well. Of course you knew because you'd started doing the music for Wrath of the Ice Warriors and you before you got COVID. Before I got COVID and had to take a time out. But luckily for me, and I'm so grateful for you, Nick, you stepped into the breach and uh, were able to, to get this sorted. Because I was, well, 
pretty useless by this point. <laughs> well, you, can't, lie. you just can't do creative thinking when you've got COVID. Not at you all. Know, it just, even it just if it's not you. too ser- a serious bout of it, it's just yeah, you just can't, can you? It's enough to just get your brain thinking. You know uh, what? What? What are we doing again? Because that's all I could think. Because everything was just yeah. I'm going to do. Hold on a minute. What am I doing again? I don't know. But no, you were fantastic, and and you know. I can't you say that to, you haven't heard it. Have you? Well, I can't wait to listen to it. <laughs> God, it's it just, just, just you sort of playing a broken violin or something. Like. <laughs> yeah, stuff, well, that was yeah. my approach. What's the What's the matter with you? <laughs> yes, well, you've you've always been very good at uh, of uh, getting unique sounds. I, mean, <laughs> I used yeah, a shoebox so and a uh, a piece of string, and it worked perfectly. Just tickled the shoebox with the string. Um, yes, Michael Charlton. I know we spoke about him last week. Uh, it was just uh, great to get him in to play the second doctor uh the, he has a slightly different version of of how he came to the decision <laughs> i <laughs> i asked to speak to him on zoom but he said oh, i hate zoom but then he went all right yeah i'll have a zoom with you and i asked him about it and he he was pretty keen and my, my memory is that he kind of more or less agreed to it there and then but his version is that he went off and thought about it but i suppose both versions are true because i don't think he absolutely said yes i think he said yeah yeah i think i'll have a think about it i think yeah so that was good and uh, Katie Manning, I'd worked with her. I wish I could remember the short trips I worked with her on. Um, and she did this alien voice. And I remember thinking at the time, that would make a really good ice wire, actually. So I kept that idea in my back pocket. Oh, you crafty this, devil. Yeah, when this little script came toddling along on its merry way. <laughs> toddle, toddle, toddle. Thank you. Good sound effects. Um, I just thought, uh, this is Katie, isn't it? And plus the fact that we weren't doing a, a Joe Grant story this year. I just thought, wow, this is my chance to work with Katie because I've not been working with her on the uh, Third Doctor adventures. So, Well, that's the know. thing about Katie, though, is that you, know, you see it, especially when you, you know, if you see her in panels or stuff, or even, quite frankly, if you just talk to her, um, she often goes into different character voices and she has quite quite a, a repertoire when it comes to that. And, uh, but yes. it's But, of course, you know, uh, you just think you think of her as Joe because we're all very familiar with that in Doctor Who. But no, she's just she's got so many so many voices. So I think you really great shout getting her to do something a little bit different. Ah, that was my great shout. She did. She said to me on numerous occasions, "Darling, get me in to play other things." You know, and so I thought, brilliant. She was so keen. She I told you didn't I? She turned up a day early. I thought you could say she was so keen. She turned up in costume. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I can imagine Katie turning up a day early. I mean, there's always yeah, something with you Katie. Said. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, just, yeah. You, were, you were there, weren't you, as well, which is funny. Well, yeah, Mark Wright, the producer, walked in through the door of the studio and said, Nick, look what I found at the station. And I waited and waited, <laughs> and there was a long gap, and then she came walking out of it. I said, go home. <laughs> she went, oh, sorry, I got the day wrong. <laughs> um, but um, there's always something, you know, she's either forgotten her credit card, her glasses, or she's trapped on the train and gone to Hastings, <laughs> you know, and she can't come back for another hour. All these things have actually happened. Um, and so each time you just think, I wonder what it will be. What you know, Because when you do a, um, a production featuring Katie Manning, you're entering the adventures of Katie Manning. <laughs> Wouldn't change it for the world, though. No, absolutely. So, such, a, such a delight and a pleasure to work with her. And she always makes me laugh. And she's very caring as well. She, she is. She worries about me and, you know, whatever health problem i have at the time you know there's a different one every week folks anyway yes uh lovely to work with michael and katie uh just two 
lovely people and they just make me so glad I have this job you know then they're, they're no trouble well apart from turning up a day early and, <laughs> and Michael is just brilliant and so uh, cheerful he brings such a lovely positive energy you know he's yeah it, lovely people that's what you need lovely cheerful positive energy more of that in the world please yeah and they've done a fantastic job with the the second doctor adventures well uh, i guess whilst we're talking about cheery lovely nice people let's mm. see what some other cheery lovely nice people <laughs> say with the good review guide which finds you the latest positive comments about big finished productions to help recommend them for you <laughs> And as promised, this week we're looking at the sixth Doctor Adventures, The Eleven from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, the sixth Doctor. The Eleven. I was examined, but with all the care and compassion that a scientist might afford an amoeba under a microscope. Doctor, what's wrong? Eleven. What? Get back in the TARDIS, Miss Clark. My TARDIS. People of Molleroos, I suspect we are all in need of a little comedy. Here's the Doctor, a travelling space clown. Here we are. This is where we live. Well, charming. If you like, Fort Knox. Welcome to my world. What are you doing? I can't let you obstruct Miss Constance. You're staying here. Miska! You can't just get bored of a society and decide to augment it. That's genetic meddling on a hideous scale. Well, not if they agree to it. They said yes! That can't happen to us! It is happening, woman! Don't shout at me when we're about to die! Ah, I see. It has to be the truth, then. How dull. Big finish. We love stories. That's right. Just go to bigfinish.com and type the 11 into the search pane to catch up with this strangest of Time Lord foes. I wonder what will come up. All the things that the 11's in, probably. Yeah, everything, quite frankly. And there's some great stuff in there. I wholeheartedly recommend. Start with that great story entitled The 11, um, which I think you can get on Doom Coalition 2 box CD1, I think. I think so. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Could be in Doom Coalition 1. I think That's it's my defi- thinking noise. Definitely. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, some, the cartoon man. Um, first up, <laughs> we've got one here from Indie Mac user, Jacob Licklider. Uh, says uh, says here, he 11, but uh, I assume it's the 11. Yeah. Uh, is a great tea start. Got cut. <laughs> he 11. There's no tea, a, sorry, it's just coffee. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, yes, no milk either. Um, Here 11 is a great start to the Sixth Doctor's <laughs> era box sets, bringing a standalone miniseries out of circumference. Oh, no, circumstance, but circumference sounds just as cool, quite frankly. Uh, there is <laughs> still a pandemic, which was the inspiration for this set and gives us some fascinating character exploration. Uh, mm-hmm. Baker, Raisin, Bonnar and Gaskell all excel. Nine out of ten. Nice. Next week we'll find out if they PowerPoint or indeed Word. <laughs> uh, SciFiPulse.net Dominic Walsh says the Eleven is a great classic sci-fi adventure. If you're not a fan of the Sixth Doctor, you will be after listening to this. Nine point six out of ten. It's going up, up, up the charts. That was the sound of the charts going up. Did you hear that? No. It was what was my, that? A little fizz from my my microphone wire. Went, oh great. It was quite nice, though. It worked at the perfect time. You'll it appreciate it. It was slightly it. overlapped here for, uh, by uh, my son's new trampoline in the garden, which doing, gently doing. creaks to hit itself while no one's using it. It just says... Eh, 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 eh. Actually, I've got to tell you the fantastic story. You tell me. I'll tell you. Uh, of Steph and I, my wife and I, trying to put this thing up. It was mostly Steph, of course. Um, and you know when you realise you've made a really stupid mistake. I don't know how to describe this. Place. Imagine, listeners and Benji, you know, there's that large piece of round material, slightly stretchy, of course, which is the trampoline. And that has to be attached to a framework. And, of course, it is cha- attached to the circular framework around it, metal framework, by long springs, yeah? Yes. You know, really yep. tightly packed springs. Coils, that, yeah, yes. Yeah, exactly. So you have to attach that piece of material to the the framework with the springs so what steph was in the middle of it and she said can you give me a hand i'm having real trouble doing this now bear in mind she's put up a trampoline before very successfully on her own in her mother's garden years ago for for my son and so what she was doing was there was this special little pulling tool with a hook on it and she was she'd attached the spring to the framework i hope you're following this at home The spring is in the framework, the metal framework, and now she's, with the tool, she's pulling on a hook on the material to pull that so that it gets on the end of the spring, yeah? And once you've done it, ba-boom. So she, you have to do it in a particular order to make the tension work. So we're following the numbers, and as we're doing it, it's getting more and more really difficult. And we are both, I'm still suffering muscular pain from all the pulling <laughs> and sticking your foot on it. And both of us went, and it got to a point where even though she's a very strong person, you know, and I'm a very weak man, I'm still slightly stronger than her. So I was having to do it all. So I'm pulling away. And it got to a point where I just said, and we were we were literally going, you know, we're having terrible time. I said, this is, this is actually impossible. This is, why would they give us? And they're saying, this is crazy. I mean, it's we can't do it and not all the springs are on and then we realize of course she said maybe i'll stretch this spring to make it less tight and then she suddenly thought oh god what we're meant to do is ta- attach the spring to the material and then just pull the spring which extends of course oh. unlike the material pull the spring to the framework and put it on so and then we found this so funny that we've been such a couple of blooming charlies <laughs> we spent the rest of the time putting it together just laughing our heads off and every now and again we stopped laughing for a while and then we'd look at each other and just go <laughs> idiots you know 
Just imagine, can you see? It's a spring, it stretches, but we were trying to stretch the thing that doesn't really stretch. And we, oh, gosh. Oh, what is the matter? Chaos, chaos. Chaos! Anyway, but that's, sorry. But that's to... the beauty of assembling anything, isn't it? Is that it never goes smoothly. No matter what you may say, it always goes a bit, yeah. bit pear-shaped. There's always it? a bit they haven't put in the instructions that was obvious to them, but not obvious to <laughs> the two idiots, uh, Stephanie and Nicholas Briggs. <laughs> Well, we got one here from Baz Greenland, who I wonder if Baz has ever put up a, a, a trampoline. I wonder. He's often called Bad as well, according to Alfie Shaw. Bad, Bad Greenland, yeah. yeah. That's, tell them off. Um, Baz is here on behalf of WeMadeThisNetwork.com, as opposed to WeMadeThisTrampoline.net. Um, says here, <laughs> uh, the 11 is one of the most entertaining releases of the year. Mark Good. Bonar is given the centre stage he deserves, delivering a multiple of uh, brilliant performances. Um Maybe Multitude would work there. Um, supported by a brilliantly ruthless performance by wife Lucy Gaskell as Miscavell. Um, Colin Baker and Miranda Raisin continue to deliver one of the best Doctor companion relationships in Big Finish, with the latter certainly proving her acting chops in the final story. The Eleven is big, bombastic, what word, clever and funny, and an absolute treat for Doctor Who and Big Finish fans. Oh, it's, I've always found acting chops to be... Uh, uh yeah, exactly. A stranger, or you know, you're walking past the butchers in the high street, and all these chops are sort of going to be or not to be. Those <laughs> oh, that's chops, the acting chops. Acting yeah, chops. two bob, two bob each. This one does pinter. Listen, <laughs> it's pausing. <laughs> anyway, that's a little theatrical. What, what's that one over there? It looks like a waste paper bin. Oh no, no, he's method. No, no, it's fine. He's he's, <laughs> he's been like that all week. I'll snap out of it in a minute. <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, you could get away with selling things that aren't chops, but just saying they're acting chops. Just, just acting chops. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, a big fanfare, please, for Tony Filer. Yeah. Writing for WarpedFactor.com, those lucky people who've managed to secure the superior talents of Tony Filer. It's a set that gives you a full banquet as Elevens is and encourages gluttony. Uh, making you want more confrontations between this TARDIS team and Mark Bonner as the Eleven. The versatility he pours into the role has always been breathtaking. But in this box set, he turns it up to, well, you get the picture. Eleven, I've, I've, you see. I've actually, I've actually, here's the picture. Very nice. I, th I think it should be a, a full banquet of Elevenses. Now, is that Tony's mistake or... Well, Our mistake. Who, who, who knows? Can tell? But another corking review from Tony Fine. Tony Fine. Tony Fine. Well, we've got one here from Host Productions on Twitter. Uh, a grand three-hour story digging into the concept of the Eleven's multi-personality mind. A great cast and an incredibly strong writing team deliver an enjoyable tale. That's it for the reviews this week. Next time, we'll be talking about Doctor Who, The Lost Resort and other stories, starring Peter Davison as the fifth Doctor. Still to come on the podcast, listeners' emails sent to podcast.bigfinish.com and we'll be looking at the second story in The Second Doctor Adventures, Wrath of the Ice Warriors.
But first, let us delve behind the scenes with the first story in this new second Doctor Adventures, he said very easily. Uh. The final beginning. Hello, my name is Mark Wright, and I am the producer and script editor of the Second Doctor Adventures Beyond War Games. Stuck on Earth with a... a frilly shirt? Precisely. At the same time as David Richardson and Nicholas Briggs asked me to take on producing the new era for the first Doctor Adventures, I was also asked to take responsibility for producing a new era of the second Doctor Adventures with a specific brief to put the Doctor into what some sections of of the fan community have called Season 6B, the idea that the second Doctor doesn't regenerate immediately after the war games and spends a period acting as a possibly unwilling agent for the Time Lords. It's been talked about a lot over the years and that's where we decided to place this. By going into that period, it's it's fresh territory. We can, we can tell some new stories. Uh, we can put uh, the Doctor into unusual situations. He's not quite sure what the Time Lords are about. Um, if it is the Time Lords, he's working for the Celestial Intervention Agency, the CIA. So we could take this into all sorts of territory and as a producing job, that's terribly exciting to be able to go into that particular era. Hello, I'm Nick Briggs and I am the director and uh, co-writer of The Final Beginning. The starting point for the new Second Doctor adventures is that I w- I've been very keen for quite some time to establish all the Doctors in their separate ranges. Simply, and I know I've said this a million times in other contexts, so uh, sorry if I'm boring you, <laughs> but I, I just thought that it's a nightmare for new people coming to Big Finish to find their favourite Doctor and to also navigate their way through, you know, when you had a monthly range that was three and a bit Doctors. So I just wanted to establish these distinct ranges. With the second Doctor, it was a particular challenge because we'd never really had any second Doctor adventures except the early adventures and the Companion Chronicles. And we really established it with having Fraser Hines kind of narrating and also doing Jamie and doing the second Doctor. And of course, Fraser does it brilliantly, but I just wanted us to have a new beginning. We're always looking for new beginnings because no matter how brilliantly you do things, if you keep doing the same thing, interest in the audience tails off because people think, oh, haven't I heard this before, you know. So I wanted to do something that would attract attention. And I'd always had it in mind, even though David Troughton had uh, played his father's role on some BBC audio releases, uh, I always had it in mind that Michael's voice, although, again, like David's, not sort of particularly similar to Patrick Troughton's voice, there was something in it that had more of the kind of lightness of touch that Patrick Troughton had. And um, so I spoke to Michael about it. You know, he, were, he was always in my mind the, the top of the, the casting list. And uh, I asked if I could have, a, I think, a Zoom with him, which he was quite reluctant about. And has since tells everyone we had a phone call. But yeah, he said, oh, I hate Zoom. All right, I'll talk to you on Zoom. And, you know, it was nice to see him because I'd spoken to him at many conventions and he's done big finished stuff before. And we've always got on really well. I find him really personable and a really talented actor and just fun to work with. And I thought, well, 
these are the perfect things for me. And if he's willing to do this, because it's always a bit of an ask to say, you know, would you like to play your late father, your late parent? You know, we've done that with some women as well. And, and, and luckily, you know, like Sadie and Daisy have come on board for the third Doctor Adventures. So my heart was in my mouth a little bit when I asked Michael. And he thought about it. And he said, yes. I think I would. I said, you know, I, I think you've got the right lightness of touch. And of course, you did all that research about your dad to write that lovely book about him. So um, that was the main discussion in a Zoom conversation. And he pretty certainly agreed there and then. I think he, he emailed later to just sort of confirm it. But yeah, I think that um, that's how it was done. I am Michael Troughton and I'm playing my father, Patrick Troughton. The second Doctor Who. Is that you? Disguising yourself as snow? What's the point of that? Do you know, I was really nervous. I didn't think I was going to be. Because, you know, I do a lot of, you know, I do a lot of uh, voice stuff. And um, at about 9.30, you know, I was getting the old... It was like sort of a first night. <laughs> Quite ridiculous, really. And um, I think it's because it has to be right or thereabouts. It has to be good representation of myself and dad fused together. And, you know, that's actually quite a difficult thing to do. And those opening scenes, they, you know, I think, you know, Nick knew anyway. But um, it's quite, I, I suppose I'd say responsibility to take on such a wonderful, wonderful role for my dad. I'm Emma Noakes and I'm playing Raven. All right, are you all right, Emma? Yes, yeah, sorry, I wasn't, I hadn't, I hadn't <laughs> that we were <laughs> doing a play. <laughs> we just had yes, a chat. Yes, it's, all, it's all happening, <laughs> yeah. you know. All right, off you go then. Wait a minute. Who are you? Where did you get all this? Wood for a fire, hot chocolate. I told you, I'm Raven. But where did you come from? How did you get here? I just got trapped here, like you. Oh, I'm trapped, am I? And how do you know that, eh? This place. What about it? You feel it too, don't you? Feel what? It, it, it just isn't right. When I read the script, I started to see her much more as two separate characters. So I saw Raven at the beginning as this damsel, innocent girl, and vocally I really tried to to concentrate on uh, uh, not having too many, what's the word, sort of like um, Easter eggs in there. I tried to, just enough, but that we all underestimated her. My name is Anna Maria Nabilia and I'm playing Katrona in The Final Beginning. Katrona as a character is really tough. She's really hardworking. She doesn't take any rubbish from anyone. She is on it, she's smart. She has been living in this sort of quite harsh, quite kind of physical kind of lifestyle. And you can really see that coming out in the way that she, her relationships and the way that she deals in different situations. From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who. The second Doctor Adventures, Beyond War Games. You have been content merely to observe the evil in the galaxy. I have been fighting against it. Sorry, don't forget me. I've just got trapped here, like you. Exterminate! Uh, hello! Oh! 
Who are you? Oh, what a big gun you've got. I see. You mean, I'll cease to exist? As you are now. Are you or are you not the doctor that I met during the Yeti business? Is this your ship? Uh, well, no. I suppose not. This planet was slap bang in the middle of our warp conduit. Curious. You're telling me. I'm not James Bond, you know. Where is your communication device? Can you hear me all right? Loud and clear, Doctor. We complete the attack run. Bombard the surface! Is this your new, uh, companion? I'm no one's companion, thank you very much. The TARDIS is, uh, hmm, temperamental like that. <laughs> and at the moment, I'm, uh, well... <clears throat> Not exactly a free agent. Are you receiving Great Dane One? Greyhound, Doctor. Oh, oh, I do beg your pardon. Big Finish, for the love of stories. Well, just go to bigfinish.com and type Second Doctor Adventures into the search pane to encounter a whole new era of Second Doctor magic. And it is. It is magic. I'm biased, naturally. But it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. Time, quite. Is it? Quite. Time now for listeners' emails. Well, if there's one thing we don't need, it's a whole new era of listeners' emails. Because no. we just, you don't need them. They're, it's ongoing. They're, it's fine. It's just fine as it is. And if you want to send them in, it's so easy. All you have to do is send them to podcast at bigfinish.com. Send them in. That was Nick there, collapsing onto his desk in a fit of yawning. Uh, first up, we've got one here from Tom Simpson. Uh, subject he always to this makes one me yawn, Tom, Tom is, uh, for goodness sake. Confirmed collector. And thank you. Uh, hi Nick and Benji. I'm a long-term Big Finish fan, but due to personal and financial issues, I've only got back into your amazing audios over the last year or so. Okay. What began as a quick and impulsive grabbing of the Fearmonger CD to accompany me on a car journey has now turned into quite a spirit of auditory adventure. <laughs> bit of um, uh, bit of first. Doctor quotation. Uh, lovely stuff there. Yes, yes. Uh, between gaining full-time employment and keeping a close eye on the Big Finish socials oh. to check for the latest sales and offers, I've now managed to collect 85% of the Doctor Who monthly adventures and have also been inspired to invest in the likes of Jago and Lightfoot and the Omega Factor. I've even been able to pre-order several releases recently. Well done. I just wanted to say thank you, really, uh, to everyone from the cast and crew on each and every production to the customer service and social media teams. Oh, thank you. T.Y., man. Uh, at a time when the world is becoming increasingly scary and exhausting, <sighs> you provide us with so much joy and escapism. You give us something to look forward to, things which aren't easily measured in financial and statistical value, uh, because the fact is, my enjoyment of Big Finish goes far beyond being able to listen to your fantastic audios. As silly as it may sound, 
Sometimes I enjoy just looking at my collection and absorbing the sheer collector's joy of having your beautiful products on proud display. Oh, getting a real tingle over that. Yeah. Your hard work, passion and enthusiasm for each and every product you put out is inspiring and will always and forever be appreciated. There is one thing uh, I would like to ask. A few years ago, The Sixth Doctor, The Last Adventure, was released Mm -hmm. on limited edition luxury packaging, which remains absolutely beautiful. I was wondering if there is any chance that a re-release could happen at some point, purely to appease my OCD, uh, in packaging which better matches the likes slash size of Doctor of War, The Legacy of Time, etc., uh, I'm not sure. I mean, you know, uh, it's difficult with the whole packaging aspect and plastic and what have you. There's so many issues to to consider there. But uh, I'm I'm making a note of that. Note taken. Uh, I appreciate that in the current financial climate, such a release may not be viable. But also for those who missed their chance to get the original physical release, would the idea ever be considered? Well, Nick's, Nick's you know, just answered that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once again, thank you for everything you do, and long may it continue. Kindest regards, Tom. Tom, thank you. Lovely thank email. You. Love, lovely, lovely. Sorry I couldn't give you a, a resolute answer, but really appreciate everything you say there, Tom. Thank you. So right about uh, the world has become ex- exhausting and scary. I think that's a really good combination of words to sum it all up. Uh, next up, Adam Ross. Uh, Warmaster stroke listeners email. Okay. Dear Nick and Benji. Hi there. Hi there. It's a bit aggressive, but I was like, hi there. Hi there. Give me your money. Let go. I'll take your watch and your pants. (laughs) What did you say? (laughs) It's just a gag between. I'll take your watch and your pants. I thought you said I'm watching your pants, which just sounded <laughs> that, too. that too. Hope you and everyone at Big Finish are going well and having a lovely weekend. I'm really glad. Well, it's not the weekend here at the moment, but that's time travel for you. I'm really glad to hear that Benji, that you are feeling better and recovering from COVID. Thank you very much. Yep, fighting fit. Well, nearly. Yeah, that was my microphone fizzing there. Oh, dear. Wasn't me. <laughs> Is Benji fizzing or is it his microphone? Write in and let us know. With the recent release of The Warmaster Self-Defence, starring Derek Jacobi and David Tennant, which was another really strong entry into the Warmaster series, I was wondering, as The Warmaster has met both the Eighth Doctor and now the Tenth Doctors, would Big Finish ever consider having The Warmaster meeting the War Valyards? Both the Valyard and the Warmaster are the deadliest versions of the Doctor and the Master, who have both be, have a rather secret history together that was hinted at in The Child of a Time Lord, but has never properly uh, been explored, especially on audio. I truly hope Big Finish will consider having these two ultimate foes, see what I did there, <laughs> face off against each other in the Time War. I'm sure it would be a real master stroke of an idea. Winky yeah. emoji there. Secondly, I just wanted to say I really appreciate Big Finish giving a heads up notice regarding the price increase coming in November the 1st. I do hope the price increase isn't too drastic as a physical media CD collector. It's a bit of a struggle to collect all my favourite ranges at times. And I want to do my best to help support Big Finish and their top notch productions. And finally, just a question. Firstly, is there any news regarding the Doctor Chronicles range? As there has been a real 
real radio silence for that range and I was hoping to hear more 11th Doctor Chronicles as Jacob Dudman's impression is top notch it's more than an impression it's a whole performance and finally not really a question as such but I would like to add my voice to the people who would love to see a continuation or epilogue to the Sarah Jane Smith audio adventures at a steam building hope you both will have a lovely weekend regards kind regards indeed Adam um, so just going back on those I'm, I'm not sure about the War Valiard and the War Master uh, the, the price rises haven't been announced yet Uh I just say one thing about that and we're all bald bald all bald I'm bald you're not all bald all bored of hearing this about how uh, post brexit post pandemic not really post pandemic because cases of covid are increasing hugely at the moment in the UK um luckily the the disease is not the virus isn't as deadly as before um uh, and uh the war in Ukraine all these factors have made everything more expensive especially the energy costs so studio costs are much higher transportation uh, of goods and uh, materials to make goods and the materials themselves are vastly more expensive um, so all those things taken into account it, it just means that prices do have to go up which is painful I know because I know many of you feel that we're charging over the odds we're not no one's making huge amounts of money here it's all stuff that goes back into the business so um it's a difficult one uh not too many people in fact hardly anybody makes audio drama just to be released commercially because it's very difficult to to make it pay and, and that's why the prices are a bit high um, i think it's i think it's fair to say isn't it it really is for the love of stories you know yes yeah. <laughs> it's, we do it because we love it and we'll work as hard as possible to apply any uh, price rises that will become necessary, apply them in as sensitive a way as possible. But, you know, prices going up is always painful for someone. It's painful for me, really. I really I really wince at the prospects of it. But, you know, I, there's n there doesn't seem to really be an alternative. Oh, uh, what else was that? The Chronicles range. Yes, uh, yes, there'll be more of the 11th Doctor. That's for darn sure. And the, and the 12th Doctor, for that matter. Well, at this point, I'll just Sarah chime Jane in noted, here. Sarah Jane noted, by the way. Well, yeah, yeah well, I'll just, I was going to say, just chime in to, to add to the Sarah Jane thing. We've got one final email here, which is um, from Paul Watts, who says, Hi, guys, please add me to the list of Sarah Jane fans ah. who would like a conclusion to Dreamland. Let's build up that head of steam. Keep up the good work. Paul, very exciting. Who yes, knows? oh, now um noted noted uh extra extra i've got another email here that i've put in that benji doesn't Ooh. know about uh i put it in blue just to remind me uh this is one from justin bush or justin b quinnick who we've may have legend legendary and he says a new segment idea question mark exclamation mark nick and benji hi there he says <laughs> well done justin hi there i believe if recent weeks have taught us anything, perhaps a weekly Stephen and Seagulls segment is in order. 
<laughs> I think all the Mr. Noonan anecdotes and tales of unusual seagulls. Sorry, I think all the Mr. Noonan anecdotes and tales of unusual seagulls are both peak content. Yes, I made it sound like Stephen Noonan was talking about seagulls, which of course he wasn't. Was he? No, he wasn't. Uh, although I'm sure he will do as a result of this. Overall, I think such a segment would be an unapologetic addition. Uh, dripping with throwback goodness. And <laughs> I do hope one day both of you can forgive me for this travesty of an attempt at humour. <laughs> <laughs> all joking aside, hearing all the lovely stories about Mr Noonan and emails from him have been fascinating. He has such so much character in real life. It's no wonder his first Doctor performance was so incredible. The miniaturist specifically is still holding the top story spot for me personally for 2022 so far. I can't wait for more of his performance and really any discussion about him in the meantime is most welcome. Your friend Justin Quinnick. Sorry, uh, Bush. B. Quinnick. <laughs> Sent from his iPhone, by the way, just in case you want. Oh, to wow. Good, good taste. He's good got taste. that in common with um, Stephen, hasn't he? There we go. See, there's always a link. Stephen's out there. There's always a link. Um, well, just in we case go. you thought that the, the, the podcast would go by without a mention of Stephen Noonan, uh, Justin Never. came in to save us from that Never. terrible fate. Uh, that's it for the emails this week. And more next time, send to podcast at bigfinish.com. Now, listen, none of you are writing in with your holiday listening experiences. Uh, about Big Finish, about you know how you listen to it, you know on the on a inflatable thing on a swimming pool, riding an ostrich <laughs> over a hill. I mean, for goodness sake, it's like you're not even listening to me. I'm I'm extra crushed. I really do hope to hear something about this from you all next time. Otherwise, the podcast is cancelled. There you go. You've heard it there. Get out the job. That's it. So please let us know. And if you haven't got any plans to listen to it, jolly hell, you make some plans. You make something some, up. You can put some, some sun cream on and listen to things. <laughs> dear, oh dear. <sighs> As always, the Random Boyd Selectron is preparing itself right now, this second. It's oh. going, there we go, yeah. It's getting ready to offer a uh, 25% discount, and that'll be on a randomly selected big finish release, so don't go nowhere. Uh, but before that, it's time for Also Available. And this week, we stick with our main release to check out the second Doctor battling his old enemies, the Ice Warriors. Hello, my name is Mark Wright, and I'm the producer and script editor of the second Doctor Adventures Beyond War Games. And <clears throat> cute. Ah, yes. This is much better. Ah, uh, unmistakable. Very nice. Very tranquil. Very... Ah! Oh, my giddy aunt! Wrath of the Ice Warriors almost came pre-packaged into uh, the concept of the box set for the for Second Doctor Adventures. It was suggested that Andrew Smith would write uh, a unit epic featuring Brigadier Lethbridge-Stewart with the Ice Warriors, this is something I responded to. I was very keen to do. A, I love working with Andrew, uh, and B, he's he's so steeped in the era of the Second Doctor. I believe it's his favourite Doctor, and so he was finally getting his chance to kind of be let go on on something that he loves dearly. It's it's his Doctor. I'm Andrew Smith, and I wrote Wrath of the Ice Warriors. I came on board, and I received an email from Mark Mark Wright. 
which was a lovely thing to receive. He asked me to, um, if I'd be interested and uh, available to write for the second Doctor. Mark told me the, the, the setup of the series and the, the overview of it that, it that came after the War Games. And uh, yeah, it was very, very exciting. And I was given pretty free reign. I was asked to write a story set on Earth, or predominantly on Earth. I am Michael Troughton, the second Doctor Who. Scene six, take one. Outrageous! That's what it is! When a fellow has his TARDIS controls interfered with, the Celestial Intervention Agency makes for a very unwelcome bedseat driver. <laughs> I'll start again. A bedseat? <laughs> Bedstead driver! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just revving up. Just to warm up, up there. there. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> the research I did, really, was looking at lots and lots of, of the, uh, the existing episodes. Right from the start, I, I think I said to Nick that I didn't want to do impression, because I can't do that. I mean, I'm not an impressionist. But what I would like to do was bring that physicality, that unbelievable energy that Dad gave to the role. Because, I mean, he really was, I think, the most energetic doctor. He would rush around, he'd run around, he'd scream, he'd change his tone, he'd, you know, my God, at the end of the, the, end of the week, he must have been absolutely knackered. And then, of course, they were on for a breathe-through and they were on to do another one, you know. So, yeah, it was... Uh, it was that kind of sort of approach. I looked at a lot of videos, uh, some of the iconic moments, you know. I mean, there's a moment where uh, the Doctor in the bit we're doing now uh, had to run away with lots of explosions. And, of course, I looked at Dad doing that wonderful run he does from the Cyberman shooting him, you know, woo that it's absolutely wonderful and i tried to imitate that i see i sort of got close to it i think hello i'm nick briggs and i'm the director of the second doctor adventures oh my word that's jupiter <laughs> why have you sent me here well i'm waiting all right tired of waiting i'm leaving how about that hmm? the delight I had to hear his performance blossom over those days was intense. You know, uh, I've often said you have to find, for each member of a cast, you have to find almost a different language to speak to them in. Everyone responds to different kind of encouragements. And I generally try to let people go their own way and just give them a little bit of guidance here and there. And occasionally, a lot of guidance if I feel, you know, it's not quite right. And I think that I erred on the side of giving too much guidance to Michael, which I think might have made him feel over-directed although he didn't say that because he's a lovely chap you know and uh and I realized bit by bit that the best thing to do with Michael is to tell him about all the good things and how it's going well and then he solves all the problems without you having to highlight them because he just becomes more confident more joyous and his that joy sort of fills out the performance and and makes everything work I can't wait to do more with him. I really can't because he's just such a lovely man and such a brilliant performer. You know, what worried me was getting that wonderful juxtaposition between the humour that Dad got across and then suddenly changing his tone to, oh my goodness, the world is going to end. You know, this wonderful way he was able to change from black to white like that. But 
by this morning, you know, I felt a lot more confident. A lot more confident, yeah. My name is Katie Manning, and I'm playing Lady Zelanda. You have done well. Which of these males is the one with knowledge of our race? I think you could go deeper with it, actually. I can. Because I think that will cause you less hassle throughout the day. Well, well, I was just... I lightened it first, but I was working with it much deeper, and then I thought you might tell me it was a bit butch. No, I quite... I want her to be butch. Oh, well, OK. You have... You mean more down there? Yeah, I think that'd be fantastic. I can do that, yes. Yes, that's brilliant. You have them. Excellent. Yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) Oh, that's chilling. I want my mummy. I want my mummy. I frightened myself. (laughs) (laughs) An ice warrior is very specific. I'm working a lot with my S's at the moment because a lot of the other characters as I come back, you know, nuns and and giant cockroaches and things. But an ice warrior is a known character as such. So there's a little bit more fear because, you know, fans know about ice warriors. Fortunately, being of royalty, I'm not exactly like all the other ice warriors. <laughs> but it is an amazing vocal challenge, shall we say. And I've done a lot of voices in my time. But this is uh, quite a, an interesting little challenge, yes. And you can find Wrath of the Ice Warriors in our brand new Second Doctor Adventures box set out this week and available at bigfinish.com. And don't forget that it will soon be time to tease you with the first 15 minutes of The Final Beginning which is the second Doctor Adventures. Very exciting. But first... It's the Random Heights Electrotron Liquid Podcasting, offering you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. Yes. And it's in. It's what here. Have what have you got? Jago and Lightfoot Series 10. Oh, Jago and Lightfoot. What happens in that then? Well, the funniest thing is, I I, I have a, a a sort of minor memory of this because I I was sent the scripts for this, and I was actually sent the CD of this as well, oh. because I think I was meant to work on it but didn't, and I seem to recall for some reason remember reading the script, and it had Toby Haydoke playing a character called Carruthers, and I remember that because I really think the name Carruthers is such a good Victorian name. Uh, and I was right, it's Carruthers Summerton. Oh, I'm having trouble finding it on our fantastic... Uh... There it is, let's hear the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Jago and Lightfoot, Series 10. The hour is nearly upon us, Lightfoot. It's only our prospective biography we're meeting, Henry. Not the Queen. Good morning, Carruthers Summerton. What a delightful housekeeper, what a delightful house she keeps. Uh, pleased to meet you. So... What's our next move? Our next move? Now, I understand you're interested in hiring one of our girls. We have several available, all with excellent testimonials. What's happening? What's going on? There is nowhere you can run. Nowhere you can hide. (laughs) Not if I can help you. Miss Adela Lestrange. I, I, I don't have to fight anyone, do I? No, I do that. So what's in here? What is it, Miss Hickson? 
a bit of the address. Do you think we can work out whose it is? No need. I know whose it is. In fact, yes, here we are. How do you do? Ah! Stand back from the formaldehyde. And... And if you thought spontaneous human combustion was a bit out of the ordinary, well, you ain't seen nothing yet. Big finish. We love stories. Ah, yes. Yes. Simon Barnard and Paul Morris, Jonathan Morris, James Goss and Justin Richards. What a lovely collection of writers. It's only available on uh, download. Um, Recorded back in 2014 when Benji was just a slip of a lad. (laughs) (laughs) Just a slipper. He was a slipper. Not a kipper, a slipper. Well, it's brilliant. I mean, what can you say? You know, Christopher Benjamin, Trevor Baxter, brilliant actors. Sadly, Trevor no longer with us. Um, Just the happiest time for everyone who worked on it. And I think Lisa Bauman directed all of them. Uh, And a splendid job she did too. Absolutely. Ran. Um, You Thank you for that. But uh, while I email Jackie Emery at Big Finish to make sure she knows which release to attach the offer to, Benji, please explain how you get the 25% discount in a manner reflective of something we've discussed in this podcast. <laughs> what have we discussed? Well, we've discussed... Oh, b- well, a trampoline. A t- in the manner of a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get this spring on the thing. You just have to go to bigfinish.com. Right, right. Oh, for goodness sake, go to podcasts. That's right. Into podcasts. And go up. I'll put that. Turn it round. There we go. And go to uh, read more on the podcast thing. Under that, oh, go and it says click here and enter the code. Uh, enter the code. Uh, enter the code. Uh, enter the no. Enter the code. Buck up. B u c k u p. Enter that in, and you'll get twenty five percent discount. And a free trampoline. No, you won't get a free trampoline. <laughs> but I am getting rid of this because it's driving me mad. There we go. But enter it in. Buck up 25%. Enter that in. You'll get your discount. There we go. Well done. Well, that was jolly nice of you, Ran. Uh, next week's podcast is called Units Bambera! Exclamation mark. It's all about the return of Angela Bruce as Brigadier Bambera in our brand new series, Unit Brave New World. And we'll also be reminding you of one of our earlier unit successes, Unit Dominion. In the meantime, all that's left for me to say is thanks for listening and goodbye. Oh, and do remember that we do all of this for the love of stories. Time now for the second Doctor Adventures, The Final Beginning, starring Michael Troughton as the Doctor.
merely to observe the evil in the galaxy, I have been fighting against it. You still have a part to play in that battle. Forget me, won't they? No! 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 You will be sent back to that planet in exile. No! 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 The time has come for you to change your appearance. You can't do this to me! Get me, won't they? What? Who's that? Jamie, is that you? Oh, oh of course. They sent you. They sent you home, didn't they? Oh. They? The Time Lords. I remember. Wait. Oh. <laughs> Lucky old me. <laughs> you bunched it, didn't you? Exile? Ha! You lot couldn't exile a, a cheese roll. <laughs> oh, oh, my word. Oh. Better find the TARDIS and get away before I turn into a block of ice. Oh. Hello? Is someone there? Please, help me! I can see you! Help me! Wait there! I'll come to you! You must... Oh, I, I've lost you again! There's so much snow! Don't move, I'll find you! If only I had my lovely warm fur coat from the TARDIS. TARDIS? Now, wait a minute. How did that get there? Hmm. How very curious. Still, it would be churlish to look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we are. Ah, that's better. Help me! Oh, I can see you again. Hold on. Oh, oh. with you. Please. God. God. Don't worry. Oh, I've got you. Here. You need this coat more than I do. Thank you. You're very kind. How do you come to be here? Um... Raven. Raven? My name is Raven. Oh, I see. Well, hello, Raven. I'm the Doctor. What? What is that? The 
Brigadier? But who? What can you see? Something in the storm. I don't know. Shadows. I'm sorry to burst in on Oh dear. I'm feeling a bit giddy. You're unwell? Oh no, no, no. I, I'm quite all right, I assure you. No. Delayed shock. Intense trauma. What? No, I, I, I'm just... That's not me. Very tired. Here, here. You need to rest. Lay down in the snow. Yes. Rest. No, I have to find the TARDIS. No, Doctor. You must rest. What? Oh, perhaps. Just five minutes. Yes. Five minutes. Just, uh, just rest my eyes for a bit. Hmm. Controller, love. I think we're getting close. The signal's stabilizing. About time. We've been going round in circles long enough. Oh, I've got a good feeling about this one. Silas, if I had a credit for every good feeling you've ever had. <laughs> We'd be rich beyond the dreams of avarice. Come on, love, where's your optimism? It got frozen out of me the second we set foot on this rock. <laughs> At least it stopped snowing. I've lost the fix. Something's scrambling the signal. Listen. What's that? This is it, love. Payday. It's coming from over that ridge. Come on! Silas! Wait! So you're real, then? I thought I might have dreamed you up. Drink this. Oh, thank you. Mm. Oh, oh, this is very good. Mm, very warming. Good. Mm. You need to keep your strength up. Yes. Wait a minute. Who are you? Where did you get all this? Wood for a fire? Hot chocolate? I told you. I'm Raven. But... Where did you come from? How did you get here? I... just got trapped here. Like you. Oh! I'm trapped, am I? And how do you know that, eh? This place... What about it? You feel it too, don't you? Feel what? It... it just isn't... right. Hmm? Well... Now you come to mention it, I... 
I have felt a little peculiar ever since I uh, dropped in. I think we can get away, though. Get away? How? Over this next rise, maybe a ship of some kind. A ship? I heard it come down, then I took a look. You saw it? What did it look like? A sort of box. The TARDIS! The what? Oh, it's my... Uh... Look, come on. I'll show you. Oh, uh, wait for me. It could be some sort of trap. Into it. Oh, that's it. Keep it going. Oh, ah. oh. Yeah, well done, love. We're in, aren't we? In where, though? Oh, just look at this place. Oh, it's enormous. How can it be this big inside? What kind of ship is this? Are we sure it's even a ship? Not really. But these... Could be flight controls. No power. What does your scanner say? Um, not sure. Readings are phasing in and out. Really weird. You're reading it wrong. Give it to me. You're very welcome, my petal. There? See, you're rubbish with tech. Well, what's it say then? Hmm. Can't make sense of it. <laughs> you were saying? It's just going crazy. Silas, I don't feel oh. well. Oh, yeah. I feel it too. It's a lousy. No, you cannot be here. said it was over the next rise. It was. Oh. Is it possible, I wonder, that you're not being entirely truthful with me? I'm not a liar. Now, I didn't exactly say that, did I? It's... this place... does things to your head. Does it now? Hmm, I see. Sometimes I remember, then it's gone. Well... I'm sure we'll get to the bottom of things sooner or later. Let's keep going, shall we? Oh. 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 oh my word, look at that! It's just snow. Yes, but it appears to be some kind of localised funnel effect. There's another. All over the place. How very peculiar. Almost moving in synchronisation. You didn't hear. What? Well, I, I'm not sure. Just for a moment, I, I thought I heard. Ow! My foot! Oh, well, there's something under the snow. But I know that now. What is it? Uh, circular. Let me see that. 
can't be. Can't be what? This is part of a TARDIS wall. No, there, there are more of them, fused into the ground. Warped dimensions, perhaps? A TARDIS? Or THE TARDIS? My TARDIS! Oh! I told you I'd seen a capsule or something! Yes, yes you did, didn't you? What's wrong with it? It's all twisted around itself. I don't know. Come on, let's go and see. Mind your step. Oh. Oh. Hurry, the storm's picking up again. We don't want to get buried out here. Oh. Oh. Doctor. It's all right. I've got you. Up you come. Oh. You keep helping me. Why wouldn't I help you? Many wouldn't. Everyone's worth helping. Oh, this snow really is coming in now. Keep moving. Nearly there. Come on. Actually going in there? That box? Just as I thought. A TARDIS. You said that word before. Yes. But not my TARDIS. Not my TARDIS at all. Poor thing, it's broken. It's weird. Like I can't quite look at it. Its internal dimensions are seeping out. That... That sounds dangerous. Perhaps. You do want to get away from here, don't you? You mean you can repair it and use it to fly us away? Well, there's only one way to find out. <clears throat> oh well, here goes. Oh, yeah. Uh, hello? Nobody home? It's huge. <laughs> 